0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to The Accelerator with Michael Conniff. That's me. We're here to bring together entrepreneurs, startups, and founders with investors of all includes venture capitalists, angels, family offices, and investment firms. And uh, today, I'm really excited to welcome all the way from Brazil, Daniel Sarkis. Um, You're in Brazil, right, Daniel?
1: Yeah, that's right, Michael. Thank, thanks for welcoming and glad to be here with you.
0: Very exciting. Um, uh, he is from Mer Ventures, if I said that right. Perfect. Trying hard to get the thing every every name right on this show, um, <laughs> but um, he is. You're our first guest from Brazil, which is um, which is very exciting. And oh, um, glad. You seem um, you seem pretty young to uh, be such an accomplished investor. But why don't you tell us how, what led up that, to that, how you became an, an angel and, and you know, joined the firm you're in now? What was your path? What was your journey?
1: Okay, perfect. So let's, let's uh, start from the beginning, right? <laughs> I think that uh, I, have, I had a huge influence of my dad. Uh, I'm a civil engineer, uh, but I never worked within the area. I've done all, all of those uh, internships that you, that you must, must do. But it was never my interest. Uh, so I, I've uh, applied for an internship at AB InBev here in Brazil. It's called M- M- Ambev. Uh, and in the US, you probably know as uh, Enhauser Busch in Europe for like Stella Artois, all of those big, big breweries that we have around the world. Like, it's actually the biggest brewery in the world. So I started within the, the, the internship program uh, of AB InBev. And, uh, that was, like, a really, really nice experience. So I've joined the company. I've worked with, uh, like, operations, uh, supply chain, uh, less mile delivery. Uh, it was a really nice experience. I loved the company. And, and I was, like, in a really good uh, and nice path, uh, a success path, uh, working, like, a lot, but uh, always in the right place and the right time, you know.
0: And free beer, ah. right? They always give you free beer at those
1: companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, been... I wish there, but no. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know they don't do this anymore, but I've been to a beer factories where the workers were given free beer all day.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so to... <laughs> yeah, once we are like in, in the, the factories, uh, in the breweries, you can like, if you are trying something, they are also always offer you some something like right from the tank but uh <laughs> that was not like always that was not right, something right. You're not, yeah you're, you know you
0: are supposed to be sober in a beer company <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> it that's it but um th- that was a really nice experience and and uh i had the opportunity to join uh it was at the time disruptive growth office that was like uh a, an area in the company that everyone was trying to do something really uh disruptive uh within the industry and mm-hmm. it's it after that it became zx ventures so zx ventures is now like a, a huge uh venture, uh that that has funds all around the world in europe in the u.s for example goose island in the u.s uh blue point and some like nice beers around the world. In Brazil, we have Vals, that is like the most laureate company, the beer company, uh, like lots of companies. So I was one of the first chairs of planning over there. And it was a really nice
0: was part of it was part of, of uh, Anheuser Busch, essentially, but it was CX Ventures dabbling in all these different beers. So it I may have, um, uh, lost you there for a second, Daniel, just,
1: uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. here. Now, now,
0: you're, now you're back. I think, I think we actually captured that. Could you just repeat that if you don't mind?
1: Yeah, no, no, Sure. Uh, so the thing is, is that, uh, that uh, uh, ZX Ventures, ZX Ventures was already a name, uh, inside the company, uh, that, that means like Zytology, that is the study of beer and, and X from exponential, you know, but uh inside the company and fr- from my, from the outside perspective it was always the disruptive growth office and then uh, this like type of spin off it became uh the, the 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 ZX ventures you know
0: can i ask you a question and you you might might well know the answer to this so you're inside a big successful company that's been there for generations as we know in the US right Yeah, Um, but was bought? Was it bought by a South American company? Wasn't it Um, Anheuser Busch at some point?
1: Yeah. So uh, Um, Ambev, in the beginning, it was uh, uh, a group of like uh, huge entrepreneurs from Brazil. One of them is really famous in the U.S. uh, Friend of uh, Warren Buffett, uh, Mm -hmm. Jorge Paulo Lemann is his name, and he uh, merged. Uh, Antarctica and Brahma, the two biggest beers in Brazil. And, right, and he here's, had here's like a... Here's, where I'm, I'm,
0: yeah. I mean, here's what I'm driving at. So I think what's unusual about this is that here's a beer company creating um, a venture, um, CX Ventures, that yeah. is meant to disrupt its own business. That's right? it. You know, I, I, I mean, that does happen. And, you know, a lot of the professors in textbooks say... You have to do that. You have to be willing to kill your own babies. But yeah. uh not that they were trying to kill Budweiser, right? But but <laughs> never, that, yeah. That that is quite a uh bold charge that they gave you to go ahead and look at look at beers, sounds like everywhere.
1: Yes. Yeah, so the thing was that the company in the US saw that the, the craft breweries were taking like a lot of market share. It was like 1% in the beginning, and then it turns to 25% in, oh, you that, know, that of market very share.
0: Very high. So uh,
1: they didn't want to happen in the other countries. Mm. So they started building this uh, small, like, cells. Uh, mm. So we had, like, a, a director that was, like, responsible for the zone. When I say the zone, it's, like, mainly South America, Latin America, but focused in Brazil, Brazil. Uh, because it's the biggest market here. And like Europe have, ha, had the same thing and, you know, China and like new flavors, new types of beers, new type of beverages, uh, uh, new types of making your own beer. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of, uh, they, they need to, to, you know, speed up things so they won't lose the market they lost in the U.S.
0: Ah. I see. No, the, but I think it's, it really is to their credit that they would do something like that. So what would, what did that lead to for you?
1: So, yeah, uh, it was a perfect experience for me to, to have contact all over the world, to mm. have meetings with the, the, you know, the team in New York, London, uh, Argentina, you know, uh, <laughs> even India that we built like a, a Uh, service uh like a center over there like a business uh service center and it was a a really nice opportunity to work with uh supply chain planning uh like have helping uh, like the the marketing the marketing side uh, the 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 sales side of the company of cx it was like a small team and like um foreign trade all of regarding to that and there was a point that my family called me back to help them. But that was like uh, I was breaking the link with the company. I had to leave. Uh, there wasn't not. Uh, I was not happy to do that because I was in love with the company. It wasn't being ra- i had good friends over there. Uh, I was meeting like awesome people, really smart brains around the world, um, mainly in Brazil. But like having uh, all of that experience. And I left the company and that that's where I started this, this, uh, path as, uh, angel, as an angel investor. And, and yeah.
0: And then, but, but I'm a little, um, so you, you really liked where you were, so it must've taken a lot. Now, did you have, um, a family office? Did your, did your family have something set up like that?
1: That's it, and that's why I left the company. So my branch of the family, I'm the only son. Uh, I don't have brothers and sisters, and uh, I don't have cousins uh, as uh, first degree from a side of the family. Mm-hmm. So there was really tough for the family to every everyone was getting like older, needing to to make a succession, and and there was nothing like really structured. So i left the company to structure like a kind of family office uh indeed and but i knew that was not going to be my you know my last step uh i don't like to to like staying just focusing in real estate and conservative investments is that what so, you had
0: to do for your family is to keep it kind of close to the vest
1: that's it that's it mm-hmm. so i uh, i help at the the, the building, like them building the structure of a family office. Uh, And, uh, it was like, I was meant to, to do something else. Uh, and I, I, I have like on the other side of the family, I have five, uh, first degree cousins. So I called one of them and he was at the time working at eBay in San Jose in California. Uh, like taking care of Latin America, uh, an executive of many years. His wife was an MBA of Stanford. Over there in California, it's like San Francisco, Is like a commodity, right? Everyone yeah. has it, but it's, it's a nice uh, school, and they provide you a like, great network. And I called him, I took a plane, and I went there to meet some entrepreneurs and see what was happening. Hmm.
0: Yeah, Because you thought he could maybe succeed you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I went there. Uh, I, I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs, and I found a, a business at a time that was like growing at like a, a really uh, great speed. That was the cannabis sector.
0: So that was my first.
1: That was my first investment over there. From
0: bear to, from bear to pot.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I, I went to. This is like a. All the addictions, right? <laughs> I went to, <laughs> I went to, I went to California. I made my first uh, angel investment over there. Uh, there was like a really nice company with a CPG product. Uh, in this year, they they won uh, after just after we we made the investment. Uh, me, my cousin, and another friend of us, uh, huge executive as well. Uh, much older than me at the time, so I learned a lot from them. And was uh,
0: that so you made an investment? Was this a personal investment or was it a family office investment?
1: No, all, all of my investments are my investments because oh, my family doesn't like to diversify in any any other like sectors. You know, there was I, I, I'm changing this mindset, but it's quite hard. You know, sure, sure, yeah.
0: Well, this is interesting because you go, you sort of have a counterintuitive. Uh, um uh p- career path because you go to a big big company and you end up disrupting yep. and then you go you know to to the family um where you have to kind of dial it back and be conservative essentially right be conservative in your investments and now you've and then you take that step to go out on your own and start to do what you want now what happened with that company and how many years ago was that?
1: So that, that investment happened like four years ago, uh, okay. three to four years ago. It was, uh I was like 25 to 26 at the time. Uh, I was like opening those doors, you know, and the company is still, uh, operating is still a nice company, always in the recommendations of Rolling Stone, Forbes, and Wired as like, a, a great, uh, beverage, uh, to, to to drink. Uh, it's, a it's, drink. it's a CBD drink? It's a CBD drink, yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, I have a little CBD cream that I use to go to sleep at night. Um, it seems to work pretty well.
1: Yeah, so, so that was like a first, uh, I was like a first time like discovering all of those, uh, all of these environment that, uh, you know, circles the cannabis industry. So I love the company. I love the it's called Proposition, actually, and I love the proposition of the company. <laughs> and uh, it's you know all over the U.S. Uh, supermarkets in California, online, Urban Outfitters. So it went to a good path, and and that made me excited. You know.
0: So um uh, so this is all on your own. You're were, did you move to California? Or were you still living in Brazil?
1: I was still living in Brazil, but coming and going coming to, to you know uh, going to to California to San Francisco uh, mm-hmm. and coming back to Brazil and going back to to, to California but that that lightens lightened, uh, lightened uh, you know it spark on me and I was like uh, Europe has a lot to do I have this dual citizenship and I went to Europe I flew to Europe uh, to to see the possibilities of bringing something uh, like cool and something that would have help to to develop the sector over there
0: and where was your dual citizenship
1: uh the italian citizenship yeah okay
0: so so you've got some italian in you so yeah. what what companies did that lead to what did what was the result of that
1: so yeah i, I went uh i went to, to europe and i was willing to 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 build a small factory that i would like do a lot of uh beverages or like uh mm-hmm. Uh, edibles uh, with a nice and and good you know uh, cool brand, mm-hmm. but that was in the end of two thousand nineteen. It was like I, I came back to Brazil with like talking to governments all over Europe, uh, from Auster, Austria, to Portugal, uh, Luxembourg, Germany, France, mm-hmm. and I was I got my business plan here. Everything was set up. So 2020, everyone knows what happened. And, you know, I decided to, to stay here in Brazil.
0: And so um, at, at what point did you hook up with um, Mergus Ventures? And um, did I say that right? Mergus yeah. Ventures. And um, why did you do that? Because you were kind of on your own. You're probably pretty happy on your own. Um, That's what, it. What led to it?
1: Yeah so the, the, the thing was that uh, I, I went to to Europe I came back and uh it we couldn't stop over there right uh, I went to I I decided to join another sector that was the psychedelic industry Oh my uh, gosh what's Yes
0: this, you know, this, this <laughs> so Mars and the moon <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so I I was learning something over there uh uh wow. with uh like a Canadian American company, uh, two companies. So I've I put some, uh, I've bet on them as well, and of course I'm willing to bring them to Brazil uh, because mm-hmm. I think that is a lot, uh, a lot of.
0: Yeah, when you say psychedelics, that could mean a lot of things. So, what precise psychedelics are we talking about in these companies, and what are the names of the companies?
1: Yeah. So Wake, uh, Wake Network. Uh, as a uh, canadian american company uh, they, they study the all of the all of the the things that involve like uh, the psilocybin space okay so uh, they have partners right,
0: if i could just interrupt for a second so yeah. correct me if i'm wrong but psilocybin uh, we call it, uh, what we used to call a feel good drug that um i know that the television show 60 minutes did a piece on it and uh, this guy who had been using it um just described basically said i've never been so happy that was kind of what he said now how does it work is that real is that kind of the effect it's having on people
1: yeah so this company wake is doing a brilliant job uh partnering with uh like one of the biggest if not the biggest uh hospital and center for for brain development in the world in in baltimore it's called liber institute uh it's part of johns hopkins uh so it's a huge and they are studying a lot of things uh from like uh brain injury like from nfl nhl nba players uh, that have all of those uh problems you know the traumatic um, brain injury the traumatic yeah the traumatic brain injury and like uh depression anxiety all of those stuff what happens is it's like uh it seems that your brain uh makes some good uh, other connections that you are not able to do when you are not uh mm-hmm. using it the psychedelic drug. so imperial college has lots of uh nice uh, studies as well and that that's why i'm willing to bring them to brazil to to make a progress in their study and and study the brazilian population as well
0: so it's really research and development to some degree
1: yeah and they have like supplement uh uh from mushrooms but no non-psychedelic mushrooms they're really nice they they are like doing uh, a really nice job in that area the founder is amazing the president's amazing
0: you probably have heard of timothy leary right
1: yep yep
0: so so you know he said um turn on what is it turn on tune in drop out is what he was saying but basically um you know the phrase that these psychedelics were mind-blowing uh was certainly very common in the 60s that's what you know that was kind of the experience people had i remember my brother who was uh, basically a hippie musician back then still a mm-hmm. musician but um dropping lsd on easter sunday and we went out to eat <clears throat> he was probably only 16, right? And he mm-hmm. said he was hallucinating bunny rabbits. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> scary crazy. Is there anything in this? I guess, I guess you can say, say the same thing about cannabis to a lesser degree, but is there anything is in this that we need to worry about health wise?
1: So the thing is that uh, w- once you study and get more knowledge, uh, you know how to use in the the right way with the the correct dosage for the right person. So, for example, I'm. I'm,
0: is it a doctor's prescription or is it over the counter?
1: So that's it. It's a doctor's prescription and they are studying everything, everything that is related to your genomic and your metabolomic side. So it's going to be like a precision medicine. Just I made know. for you. Nothing. Just you. Just eat uh, a mushroom, and oh, that's. It's well, like right. a, yeah. So. Like it's an like any
0: designer medicine that they call
1: that. That's it. it. So what I've uh, heard uh, in the few last days that uh, there is a uh, if you drink uh, a Adderall like a bottle of Adderall, you're gonna die, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I would. I wouldn't know, but I'll take your word for
1: it. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and if you and if you and if you eat like five uh, pounds of mushrooms, you won't die. You you are gonna get like pretty crazy, but I it's not toxic.
0: You a mushroom?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that's that that's uh yeah. not, you know. Yeah, you gotta that,
0: you gotta do it the way the doctor tells you to do it, or you're gonna have big problems. That's that's true. it. True of just about any drug, right?
1: That's it. That's right. it. And okay. and then I made my last move, and this is Wake and the other company is called Wella, that is like a microdosing, uh, a Canadian and American company as well, microdosing uh, for recreational purposes, but uh, it's allowed, it. it's been on Amazon, uh, doing a great uh, job as well. What's,
0: uh, the active, what's the active ingredient?
1: So they use like mushrooms, uh, Mushrooms, uh, kinds okay. of lots of types of mushrooms in there, like gummy. So you eat it, and you get more focused on what you're doing. Uh, you get the energy. So it's it's not a, a psychedelic. You are not going to get high or anything like uh, get this mind blowing experience. But you're getting like a multi vitamin. Like it's not the correct comparison, but this is like you know how it works. It's going to be good for you.
0: Are there any, da- what are the dangers to it? Because when you hear something like that, I always think of the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper, where mm-hmm. he, ta- I don't know if you've seen that, but you should see that you would enjoy this movie. He takes a pill and his 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 powers of concentration just explode and he becomes a bit. Like a- Limitless.
1: Yeah,
0: Limitless. That, that, that's yeah. what I'm talking, about. yeah, Limitless. So yeah. What, is, there a, is there a danger in this drug? Uh, and it, does the drug have a name? Um, That we would recognize
1: no it's like uh you can buy it on amazon this this um like pretty pretty good for you it doesn't have any guela guela yeah uh yeah okay yeah you can buy it it's a gummy it's it had lots of minerals on that uh so you won't have any problem it's like a gummy with vitamins right maybe maybe i say with the wrong comparison but vitamins you know
0: so um so you are into recreational substances
1: yeah but then (laughs) but then i went then i went to i as i am in brazil i've invested in a clean beauty company uh uh the nvb direct to, to consumer and now it's the biggest clean beauty company in the country maybe in latin america
0: what does it do what is it
1: what does that mean what does it do Uh once you are using like a cream or like anything for uh you know uh, to to get your skin better to improve the, the the health of your skin or like making up with any anything you have like uh lots of bad substances and and toxins uh, So this company actually was the first company in Latin America accelerated for for, from Sephora, uh, from Sephora in the US in San Francisco. They do harmless formulas uh, that that will like do good for you, and you won't get like the bad things like the toxins. So So we have lots
0: of facial skincare product line.
1: Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And And tell
0: and, tell us the name again of that
1: it's care natural beauty so care they're beauty. yeah and there, it's
0: and they're ba- where are they based are they in brazil you said i think
1: they are in brazil they're based in sao paulo but probably this or the next year they will be exporting like the founders they are two girls amazing know everything about the market uh the formulas are like perfect it won't harm you i'm a big fan of it as well
0: is it organic? Um, do, do they only use uh, plants and, and the like?
1: That's it. Organic, toxin free, uh, cruelty free. Everything that uh, do good for the world. Oh,
0: that's yeah. great. That's great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, does that bring us up to date? Is that have we covered everything?
1: Yeah, and that brings up us to Mergus Ventures. Yeah.
0: And 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 so what's what's next for you? What's on your radar? What are you thinking about?
1: so yeah uh, we founded mercury right,
0: let, me, let me put it this way where's the party yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> let's say let's say maybe maybe we can organize something in the us but uh the thing is <laughs> the thing is that mergos uh we are in our uh very in our second fund uh i've co-founded that with another three executives uh one is from uh, Vale. Vale is the biggest mining company in the world. Have operations all over the world. Uh, another executive from uh, one of the biggest uh, companies in Brazil that uh, make constructions. Actually, they have built a lot of things in the U.S. as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And another ex, uh, former executive from AB uh So we formatted. it. Our first fund was a deep tech comp- uh, fund focused on like hard sciences, uh, nanotech, biotech, and, and all of those things that can change the world. In we, our second fund will probably be in that direction, but- uh,
0: How big are little, those fund? What? How big are the two funds?
1: Uh, the first fund is an uh, 80 million reais is uh, our, our target. Uh, it's like today's uh, 15, 12, 15 million uh dollars yeah our fund is probably going to be a little bit bigger than that uh following this thesis of uh you know new frontiers market that markets that are not uh, too big uh, or soon to be big so uh that that's what we like you know sorry uh and and yeah
0: so that sounds interesting. It sounds like your plate is pretty full.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so
0: you have, before I let you go, I have to ask you so, do you still drink beer?
1: A little bit, yeah. Not too much.
0: <laughs> you still use cannabis, CBD? And not right
1: now. Not right now. But
0: cannabis, uh, uh, what is it? Psilocybin. Psychosylo-
1: psilocybin?
0: Yeah. Do you still do that? Or do you do that?
1: Uh, I will do that in the near future. So uh, I, I'm organizing my agenda to go to the U.S. or Canada to do like a full uh, cycle of the program. Yeah, I'm willing That's to funny. do that.
0: So you go, you go back to your family office and you say, "Hey, you want some <laughs> beer? Who wants pot?"
1: <laughs> my my <laughs> grand, my granddad, my granddad gets crazy. <laughs> gets crazy, totally.
0: Oh, that's such a funny story. I, I I had no idea about any of that. Well, Daniel, yeah. uh, we met on um, or I saw you. Um, I think you were a judge on the Unicorn Pitches. Uh, You're recently. right. Yeah. Um, I think it was the was it the Impact Pitches? Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Of, you know the environmental, ecological, um, earth friendly kind of stuff. But um, you know, it would it'll be really fun to kind of watch what you do next. Uh, you seem to have a nose for. Um, for some fun stuff, and um, and uh, of course, we wish you uh the best of luck in everything you do. So, uh, you'll have, you'll have to come back soon, okay? Promise me.
1: Thanks for sure, Michael. Thanks for the opportunity of talking here. And that, that's the thesis, right? Investing things and, and bet on projects that will help the world and uh, the, the living beings on it. So, there's nothing sounds else.
0: Good. To do. Yes, as I saw that on your LinkedIn page, uh, very well said. Daniel Perfect. Sarkis uh, from Mergus Ventures, if I'm, You're right. I'm getting better at saying that. Uh, Perfect. You, you've, been, you've been listening to The Accelerator uh, with Michael Kahn, if that's me. We're dedicated to founders, um, to venture capitalists, to entrepreneurs, startups, uh, family offices. We've kind of covered all of that, haven't we, uh, Daniel? Yeah, yeah, uh, lots of things. But, uh, we will uh, promise to come back before you know it. and. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to us and to uh, keep keep watching and listening. Okay, thanks everybody, and we'll see you soon.
1: Thanks.